Hey everyone, Justin's nephew Jackson wants to tell you where to go if you want to support the show. Yeah. Pay, Pay Jury, jury Daily.com. Nailed it. Everybody and welcome to the Justin Robert Young Daily Podcast. My name is Justin Robert Young. Here are news stories for you. News! Man, don't you hate it when the same coincidence keeps happening over and over and over and over again? You know? God, what a... What a, what a wild world of misinterpretation the New England Patriots live in. Cheese Louise with cheese. Can you believe the lack of good fortune in this team? All they do is win, being praised as uh, the amazingly coached team that they are. And yet, <laughs> can you believe it? All these crazy total coincidences keep happening where it appears that people are videotaping the other team's coaches. Man, that's so crazy. Of course, back in the uh, late aughts, they had the Spygate controversy. There was also the controversy at the Super Bowl. But now it appears as if a New England Patriots employee was recording the sidelines for the Cincinnati Bengals. This was yesterday, Sunday. Why would the AFC leading Patriots need to record the sideline of the hapless Cincinnati Bengals who in all likelihood are going to have the number one pick in the draft this year? Well, because the Patriots play the Bengals this week. And also, recording a first-year head coach and a first-year defensive coordinator means you're probably going to get the signals that they are going to use and get the plays that they are going to use for a substantial amount of their career. Remember that teams, coaches get hired because of the kind of play calling they do, the kind of plays they like to run. This does not change all that much. So if you can get them in the first year, you're going to really maximize all that cheating. I mean, misunderstandings, you know? God, I love watching the Patriots lose. Like, I don't, I don't even know what it is, man. It just makes me happy. It just makes me happy, man. And then Brady's going to leave and the Boston media is going to eat him. And, and, you know, all those dirty secrets are going to come out. And then Belichick's not going to be as good because he's not going to have Tom Brady. And then everyone's going to be like, man, I'll tell you what, maybe maybe Belichick's best days are behind him. Oh, it's going to be so good. So there's a brand new movie out. And it's about Richard Jewell. 
Richard Jewell, only 90s kids will remember, was a controversial figure at the heart of the Atlanta Olympic bombing. Initially, he was thought to be under investigation by the FBI. I guess he was under investigation technically by the FBI, but in reality, he was a hero. He was a security guard who, uh, you know, got people away from the bomb. It did kill two people, injured 111, but this was a a big thing. So the Atlanta Journal-Constitution, which happened to be at the center of a lot of the initial reporting that came from sources within the FBI that falsely maligned Richard Jewell as the actual bomber, they're pissed. They're pissed at this movie, directed by Clint Eastwood, comes out this weekend. Because one of the reporters portrayed by Olivia Wilde in the movie allegedly sleeps with an FBI agent, John Hamm, and therefore gets the story. Now, let me just say this. I think it is unfair that in a lot of movies with female reporters, they wind up having sex with their subjects. Now, if I were to rationalize this, I would say, well, how many movies have you seen where a female did not have a love interest, right? If you are the the main female, normally you have a love interest. Maybe we should make more movies where that isn't necessarily the case, but that is certainly a large amount of movies. But I will say this, in reality, in reality, uh, I'm sure that some of the female... Reporters that I've known have had sex with a source. But I would take a wild guess. If I'm generalizing, I would take a wild guess and say that that's far more on the side of like when you're working with some. Like there are some sources that are effectively co-workers. Like it is their job to work with you. It is your job to work with them. And so they're. If I were to guess where that happens, if it does, it would be there. But again, even anecdotally, I've never heard of it. So apparently that happens in this movie. And now the Atlanta Journal-Constitution is just asking that the movie make a statement acknowledging that this was not the case. Or that they have no evidence that this was the case. The movie itself is based on a Vanity Fair article entitled American Nightmare, The Ballad of Richard Jewell that came out... Uh, February 1997 and features interviews with Jewel and his lawyer. So therefore that should be the uh, point of view of the movie. But uh, yeah, I I, I just want to say, I do think it is unfortunate. I think it's very unfortunate that for whatever reason, every, I mean, it seems disproportionate that if a female reporter has a large role in a movie, they're always banging somebody for a story. News! My grandfather died. My mom says we're just here to pick through the rubble of his life. Wait a minute. Who are you? Call it fate. 
Call it luck. Call it karma. I believe that everything happens for a reason. Come on, darling. a gunner seat? That's the trailer for the new Ghostbusters. I'm getting old, man. I'm getting old. I'm getting old and I'm getting cranky. I had a very, I don't know why my mood is just black today. It is just an absolute cranky pants of a day. Because I watch this and I'm like, oh God, is this what getting old is? Is getting old just recognizing that nothing new happens and that everything's annoying because it's like this other thing that happened and everybody else is going to say, oh my God, that's great. But meanwhile, you're like, wait, doesn't that look exactly like The Force Awakens? Like, down to the idea that, that the big final shot is this vehicle iconography. And down to the idea that this is about a younger generation, that they're passing down this legacy, and it's about the items, and it's not about the people, and it's... Uh, I actually think Ghostbusters is something that you can reboot. And this movie might be okay, but... Boy... Boy, boy, boy. I I guess there's just not a lot of like, I saw a thing. Look at the thing. It's like the thing from the movie. This looks a lot like Stranger Things. It's basically Stranger Things, including down to the, you know, they don't have the girl, but they have the dude, Finn Wolfhard, I believe. He's the main character. And they move to a tiny town, like in Stranger Things. But it turns out that the old granddad's place that they're moving in from New York, what looks like New York, is filled with Ghostbusters stuff. I don't know. I'm just, I'm in, I'm in a mood. I'm in a mood! All right, that about wraps it up for today. I would like to thank our producers, the Gen Non-Specific Rock and Roll Martian Stephen, Will, James the OG Brito, Will, and Chris. Of course, you can follow me at Justin R. Young on Twitter and Instagram. You can email me, jurydaily at gmail.com, and you can join our Discord, bit.ly slash jury. Discord. I want to thank the folks who did go to the Discord and drop stories in there that I gave to you, up to and including another Jay Martin with our uh, New England Patriots story. I want to thank Open Bayou for getting us our Home Alone story. And, of course, I would like to thank... Oh, Open Bayou also got us our Richard Jewell story. Until tomorrow, this is your old pal Justin Robert Young saying, please, a round of applause for Mr. Wacky, but more importantly, please don't Do you like how your hair gets cut? Do you like when your friends fuck up? Don't you think?
Diamond Club hopes you have enjoyed this program. <laughs>